And then what if what is the job of a president? In America? Well, what, yeah, what, what's what's your job? You know, what do you? I don't I don't know how many people live in America. Let's take a random number. Say two hundred and fifty million. Okay, and I don't know I don't know how many people live there. But um, you become president. You're not responsible for 250 million people. You know, one wrong economic decision and millions could lose their jobs and have have things being out of control. You're responsible for schools and education and roads and you're responsible for the military and the country's defense and infrastructure and hospitals and that's way too much responsibility for one person <laughs> and you you definitely can't have a single system that is going to be great for everybody when you have so many people the more people you have the bigger the the country the the more diversity you're going to have so so first of all I don't think that any one person can do the job second of all the president's job is is not to make decisions the the, per, the, per, the president's job is not to make decisions. The president's job is to employ the best people possible to make decisions, but not themselves to make decisions. You see, this we have media media is pushing this idea that the president is responsible for this. The president can decide about that. The president changed blah 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 whatever today um, that's not the job of the president the job yeah the job of the president the job of the president is to take a step back the job of the president is not to stand in front of people with a microphone and answer questions about something happening somewhere else that's not the president's job the 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 president's job is a quiet position. It's a backroom position. It's, um, in fact, you you know because the pres because the position of president is such a uh, publicized position. You can't really do much work. Because you have to spend so much time being the people person, visiting schools and shaking hands with people and saying, "Well done, guys, that's great." And you, do, do you have any time to have any idea what's going on in the country? I imagine probably not. Um, as much as I don't like Barack Obama, you have to respect certain things because not everything about everybody is bad you know we like to say he's bad he's terrible but you know he's not he's obviously very intelligent 
and he obviously understands that he needs to take a step back and let other people decide to do things and he he doesn't need to uh to be at the front all the time and although he is kind of it, it's about personality right it's like president is like a giant pop star it's like pop star politics right there's not much difference between Slovakia is looking for talent and 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 America is looking for a president <laughs> um it's all theater and lights and opinions and questions and answers and 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 uh, and no one really knows so it's really really hard um I suggest that if a person spends about an hour a day for 10 years studying history, after 10 years, they probably begin to start to understand some of the positives and negative things. But it's such a, it's such a big topic. It's not just like, it's not just who's going to be president. It's economics. It's uh, international trade and development. it's and the president's not supposed to make big decisions the president's not supposed to get a piece of paper and sign it and make a law because that's what a dictator does right that's a dictator it's not it's a dictator yeah that's what you've got congress for all those people to debate about it that's what you've got the the legal branch of government and justices and and and, and things for it's where they can sit down and discuss is this good for society or not? President is just the main role, but there are many other roles. The president is basically there to be some kind of referee. Yeah. To say to people, look, you know, stop fighting with each other and yeah. find a way to problem solve. You don't problem solve by sending your armies into foreign countries and dropping bombs. I mean, that's that's a kind of madness. Um, so I uh, I had a big rant with a student yesterday about the Trump Hillary, and I listed for about twenty five minutes all the reasons not to vote for Hillary. And in about 30 seconds, all the reasons to vote for Trump. <laughs> there, there are lots of reasons. It's crazy. There, are, tr Try to understand this. There are lots of reasons to not vote for Hillary. And on the other side, there are very few reasons to vote for Trump. You see, ni neither one is good. Because, because they're, they're both bad choices. It's called Machiavellian, Machiavellian principles. Look, Mac uh Where is it? The prince. Yeah, the, the prince, Nic Niccolo Machiavelli. He he wrote this book um, in 1513 uh, for um, the Medici family in Italy. And... The Medici family were 
the money lenders of Europe. They were the power behind Rome. They married into the Fuga family from Vistritza. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You look at um, you look at the the history of uh, the Fugger family. I'm not even sure how I know this. <laughs> I did some research because I was interested because um, Bistritza was a mining town. You know, the gold and, and other things, right? Bistritza, Kremnitsa, Banskashevnitsa. And these were rich mines. And these were rich mines for the whole of Europe. Not not just for this area. I mean, this was this was this was a wealthy area. It's one of the most wealthy areas in Europe about 250 years ago. And so the family that was in charge of everything here were the Fuggers. So the Fuggers were in charge of the mining of everything that was used for money and currency throughout Europe. And the Medici's were the leading moneylenders. So the family is integrated through marriage. And I, th I think if you look at uh, I think I did uh, the Wikipedia Fugger family search, and there was there was a there was like married into the Medici family. <laughs> Stop. Yeah. Yeah, Fugro Fugro's dwar in the center. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. This, I mean, they were. They were the. I don't know, the, the Donald Trumps or the Rockefellers of the day, right? And they were the big, powerful families of the day. And, you know, powerful families married other powerful families. And that's how they, 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 they kept control. And um, so, so that's the connection to, to, be, to be streets. Anyway, um, Anybody, oh, the king had all the money, and anybody, any artist who wants response, who wanted to live and to eat, had to produce art that made the king look good. Mm -hmm. It's logical, right? Yeah. It's logical. If you were a soldier, you fought for the king. If you were an artist, you 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 painted for the king or you wrote for the king. Everything was for the king because the, the king had all the money. He was the dictator of the time. And although art was important and having good soldiers were important, they weren't quite as important as having a very good reason why everybody should do what you tell them to do. Yeah. Um, and that had been a problem for kings down throughout history until Machiavelli put or wrote down what became later known as the Machiavellian principle, which is the prince is the prince because no one else can be the prince. This means that the prince is the prince because the alternative is worse. But the prince was never good, but the alternative was always worse. And so the Machiavellian principle was always focus on what is worse than you and you will always look good. And so this argument for, because people was, why do we have kings? Why do we have princes? Why do we have these people who rule over us and take our money and force us to fight for them? And uh, why do we have this? And they would, 
there was never really a good argument until Machiavelli put his argument into this book, which he wrote for the kings and princes of the time, which was that the king is the king because the alternative is worse. There is another army somewhere with another leader who could come here and take over, but that would be worse. And the king provides organization and stability and he loves his loyal subjects. Oh, yeah, that's bullshit, 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 right? And, uh, and of course, you know, the book became very popular, the writing became very popular because it was promoted by the the, the rulers of the time as the intellectual way to look at the problem. We, which, which is just you know to make, to make anything look good, you take something else which is worse and put it next to it, and you say, and you give people a choice, right? <laughs> hey, you know I'm giving you a choice between this rotten apple and this rotten banana. Oh wow, thank you very much, right? No, but don't you understand? I'm giving you a choice. Isn't it wonderful to have a choice? Isn't it great? To just, just look. You can, you can make a decision for yourself. You can decide the future. It's in your hands. But I don't. No, shut up. <laughs> Vote, or we cut off your hands. <laughs> but that's not a choice. Shut up. So. <laughs> It's like and and in places like Australia it's it's the law is you have to vote. You have to vote. Which that we have to encourage people to be involved in democracy. Oh, so you yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have to vote. Where's my democracy, right? Where's <laughs> doesn't that mean I should have a choice? Doesn't that mean I can say no? And and, and the simple test is, can I say no? How do you know if something is good or not? The simple test is, can I say no? If I can say no, and everything is okay, and nothing changes for me, that's good. But if I say no, and there's some negative result for me, then you know that it's not a real choice. Because the real choice means that there's no negative consequences for, for for you personally that you can you can walk away from from the situation and uh, and and do do whatever it is you want to do without anything without any negative repercussions or negative results for you so that, that that's the ultimate test in every situation yeah, it's like the the teacher says to the students, "Right, you, there's a test tomorrow, and and I don't want to do that. You have to do the test." Oh, okay, it's like it's yes, school is the most authoritarian system ever created in hi human history. It's a giant example of dictatorship. Um, very similar to experiences in prison. But 
the teachers are very, very highly trained to present it in a soft way. Right? Well, this, yeah, da, yeah, da, da, we've got this and that, and oh, how are you today? And, oh, is that right? No, it's very interesting. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they make it, they, they try to make it as nice as possible so you can't complain about it. But you still have to go. <laughs> you still have to go back there the next day. And and nobody will talk about it. No, nobody will ever admit that, it, that it's true because if they admit that it's true, then they can't do their job. Because then you come to the realization that being a very, very often, not in all cases, very often, being a teacher in a school is not any different from being a guard in a prisoner camp during the Second World War. Because the prisoners didn't have any choice either, yeah. right? The, the prisoners had the same problem of, of the you know, they would get food and that was it, right? <laughs> and 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 there was no other alternative that the 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 or they they that or nothing, um, or death. <laughs> if work makes you free. Which is not much different from having some saying like, "Oh, school makes you free, right?" But luckily, young people are so creative and intelligent; they can do things like, "Right, if I train really hard and join the basketball team, I don't have to go to half of these classes." Hmm. Right. Okay. Well, I guess I guess, I guess if I have to do that, I'll do that. I suppose. <laughs> yeah. So it, it's um soft. Well, school is a perfect example of a soft socialist fascist system, or as I I call it, creeping death. I think it was a Metallica song. Uh, and. And I'm not saying it's all negative, but uh, it it it's just to the the images I use are just to emphasize the fact that there's no choice, right? And people don't want to talk about it. People don't want to talk about the fact that if you live in Germany and you say to the government, "We would like to teach our children ourselves at home," the government will take you and put you in prison. This is our free Western society, right? Is a free Western. The government will actually take the parents and put the parents in prison if the parents say we'd like to educate our children ourselves. In Germany. Yeah. yeah, yeah, because it's not legal to educate your children yourself. It's not legal. It's against the law. So if you decide you want to educate your own children by yourself, the first thing the government will do is they'll take their children, your children away from you. The second thing they'll do is they'll ask you to pay money. And if you don't pay the money, you go to prison. This, <laughs> and and, and see, they, they take your money in tax payments from you to put you to, to then take you and put you in prison. Oh, it's, it's insane. We live in a... We,
oh yeah, you can have a private teacher, but you can't stop the state program. So that, so the, so yes, it yes, the best thing to do is to get private teachers. If you if you have enough money for it, 